1: Alrighty, welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every Saturday morning from nine to ten AM. My name is Jared St. Clair and it's good to be with you on a beautiful Saturday in Salt Lake City, Utah, atop the currently half, three quarters of the way refurbished. Uh Arena. I can't even think of the name of it. Vivent Smart Home Arena. Where the Jazz play, It is, uh, I've got a fifth-story view of uh, Salt Lake City, and I just absolutely love it. The trees are green. The sun is shining. It's a mostly cloudless day. We still feel like we're in summer, even though we have now officially hit September. It's the second... And uh, it's 902-902, actually, um, exactly right now. It's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, good to be with you again. Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can find us. You can call us also on the phone at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. All right. That's enough of that. I just got to get something off my chest. I should have done this in, like, April. Uh, Now it's September And so I'm hoping that we can just cram it into your memory banks and you'll be able to pull it out next April when you need to. But over the next few months, I mean, good heavens, what are we still in like 90 degree weather? So it's certainly applicable for now. We're going to talk about sunscreen during the morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smokescreens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth.
0: It's time for the Vital Rant.
1: Yes, indeed. The morning rant. Okay, so this is something I've actually talked about a little bit on Vitality Radio before. I've never gone into great detail on it. It's a pretty controversial topic. Um, it's the sun. Now, we what sort of brought this to mind was the eclipse that we just had uh, not long ago and everybody's attention I mean really everybody's attention was on the sun right for the eclipse and I thought it was interesting because I read an article and I I didn't even read the article I read the headline and I honestly think it was uh, you know like from The Onion or something some sort of a joke but how people were applying sunscreen (laughs) to their eyes so they could watch the eclipse I hope that's not true but uh, it brought up this subject for me that i think about all the time because i have kids and uh what are people concerned about with their kids they get them into the sun and they're worried about sunburns, sun burns of course because that hurts and it's uncomfortable and who wants whining crying aching children but on top of that this skin cancer thing holy cow is that scary right i mean the c word is scary anyway right anytime you hear cancer it's like oh my gosh and everybody that is in within the sound of my voice knows somebody and has somebody close to them who has suffered with cancer or potentially died from it, right? And, of course, melanoma is, like, one of the big, scary cancers. It's, it's actually not one of the more common skin cancers. It's only, like, uh, 10% or something like that. But it's pretty deadly or can be when it happens and it is on the rise. And so there's all this fear. And so when you do a Google search on skin cancer or you do a Google search on sunscreen or sunscreen and cancer or whatever, all the quote unquote experts agree that you should be using SPF 15 minimum every day. Did you know that? They actually say every day that if you drive for more than half an hour a day, you ought to be using it on your left arm, the one that's up you know on the window and you should use uh you know f- makeup that has an spf and lip balm that has an spf and lipstick potentially that has an spf and so on and so on and so on and this spf thing is big it's it's out there and it's like we have to do it right well i have some interesting things that i want to talk about and, and and one of them starts with you know when i first took over this show from neil anderson um he uh, did something called FitZone Radio if you remember way back 9 years ago and the last show i believe anyway that he did before he handed off the baton to me was on sunscreen he talked heavily about how important it was to use sunscreen just went crazy on it. and i talked the next week how we're going to be a little bit cautious with what kind of sunscreen we use and that's about as far as i went but It's time that this be exposed a little bit more than it already has been. But let's start with the article that really got my juices flowing on this uh, this week, which was free sunscreen dispensers, but will people even use them? So now at beaches, Coney Island in particular, you know, that big famous beach back there uh, on the uh, East Coast is they're popping up. You know, you've seen the little Purell dispensers all over the place where you have the hand sanitizer. There's one right outside my door here at the uh, studio. And you put your hand under there and it shoots out a little bit of Purell and you wipe out the bacteria. And now, of course, nobody will get the flu, right? Well, with sunscreen, that's the same kind of dispenser. They're popping up all over the place. And they're saying, well, people just walk right by them, don't even use them. They're free. You know, sunscreen's expensive, right? You go to for some banana boat or tropicana or whatever and it's like holy cow that stuff's expensive copper tone so free sunscreen man that's the stuff right uh now you got brands like no that's like you know nine thousand ounce bottle for like 20 bucks and so people get excited about that because it's cheap and they can slather it on everything and everyone every time they see them but i have a question We spend over a billion dollars a year on sunscreen, and one of the cancers that is rising at the very fastest rate right now is actually skin cancer and specifically melanoma. How is this possible? How is it possible that half of Americans consistently use sunscreen and yet skin cancer is on the rise? Does that mean anything to you? It means a lot to me. It's a very interesting stuff. I want to read a quote from an article in a, uh, a website that I really like called Walking Times. I just discovered this website. It's more of a blog, I guess, than a website, but it's quite good. Uh, and uh, he says, an individual's view of health determinants is directly correlated to their sources and how they process information. Regardless of its accuracy, when something is repeated a sufficient number of times, people will start to believe it. The cancer and sunscreen industries have made it their mission to convince the world that sunlight is a primary cause of skin cancer, when, in fact, it has been shown to prevent it. In fact, considerable evidence shows that blocking the sun's rays from reaching our skin with, for example, sunscreen significantly decreases our uptake of vitamin D, leading to higher mortality, critical illness, mental health disorders, and cancer itself. Now, does that mean that I think we should all go out and get a sunburn? Absolutely not. But let's focus back on what this says, and I love it. An individual's view of health determinants is directly correlated to their sources and how they process information. What are the sources of information? Most of it is the news, little headlines, stuff online that we read, friends, neighbors, whatever, talking about the same thing over and over and over The reason that uh, breast cancer awareness is up through the roof is because the Susan Komen Foundation has made it their mission to pink everything out, and even the NFL, right? The NFL season's four days away, five days away, and in a few months, uh, well, in October, I believe it is, they will all be wearing pink so that we can be aware, and that is of marketing is extremely effective. Whether it's right or it's wrong doesn't really matter so much as that it works. And so if we continue to hear that using sunscreen equals less skin cancer, then eventually we believe that using sunscreen equals less skin cancer. And I want you to ask yourself the question, does sunscreen reduce the odds of skin cancer? What do you believe? if you believe it does, then the marketing has worked. But let's talk about this. Now, my son, so he's 18 and he's, uh, well, let's put it this way. On my way to the studio today, I locked myself out of my store where my keys to my car were, and therefore I was locked out of my car And I couldn't get back into the store to get the keys to my car. That is classic Jared St. Clair uh, (laughs) absent-mindedness. My mind is on doing Vitality Radio, not should I have my keys in my car. I do it all the time. It's kind of ridiculous, but I do it all the time. Well, my son is a chip off the old block, okay? So he is a little bit of the absent-minded. Okay, he's a lot. But anyway, three times that I can count. This summer, he's gone to a lake without sunscreen. Not because I told him, hey, don't use sunscreen. In fact, I told him, use sunscreen. Now, what I did tell him is use the right kind of sunscreen because we're going to talk about what's right and what's wrong in sunscreen here in a minute. But I said, use sunscreen. And three times he's come back with a horrible sunburn. And yesterday, as he finds out that I'm going to do this topic on the radio, he says, "Well, I don't understand. Why are you going to tell people that sunscreen's a myth if you're always telling me to use sunscreen?" And I said, "Because it's not about whether or not we should protect our skin from sunburns. It's a matter of does the sun and its exposure or our exposure to its UV rays actually cause cancer? That's what I want to talk about today. And I also want to talk about." does sunscreen help to prevent that cancer? And I also want to talk about maybe it's the sunscreen itself that's increasing our cancer risk. That's what the rant's about today. And just so you know, it's going to be a long one. Okay, so let's get into this. At the hot temperatures come extreme warnings, right, from public health officials. Slather on the sunscreen to prevent skin cancer and specifically protect us against melanoma. Let's talk about melanoma. Is it deadly? It can be. There are more than 70,000 cases in the U.S. alone every year, and almost 10,000 people will die of this disease annually. 10,000 people. That's not a small number. Melanoma accounts for less than 2% of skin cancer cases, though. And yet, has the, uh, uh, the vast majority of skin cancer deaths because the truth is, most skin cancer is not deadly, but melanoma, pretty deadly. Of the seven most common cancers in the U.S., melanoma is the only one whose incidence is increasing. Between 2000 and 2009, incidence climbed about two percent annually. That's every single year, two percent increase over a ten-year period. That's big, right? It's also the most common form of cancer for young adults, 25 to 29 years old, okay? And the second most common form of cancer for 15 to 29-year-old uh, people in this country. So it's, it should be something we need to be concerned about, absolutely. What's fascinating is the claim by public health watchdogs that almost 90% of melanomas are attributed to exposure to ultraviolet radiation from the sun, Almost 90%, they say, of melanoma are contributed are attributed to the exposure to the UV rays of the sun. And they claim that regular daily use, daily use, like I talked about earlier, of SPF 15 or higher sunscreens reduces the risk of developing melanoma by 50%. That sounds amazing. And so I go back to the first question that I posed, and that is, why... Is melanoma increasing by 2% a year if sunscreen use is also up? What gives doesn't make sense. The numbers just don't add up. So let's think about this a little bit deeper and try and figure this out. So we know that UV rays are much more powerful at the equator, And the further away you get from the equator, the less intense the UV rays become. So if you travel to the equator, you would think that people might have more skin cancer, right? Because UV exposure increases up to 5,000% when you get to the equator, whereas ozone depletion only increases UV exposure by 20%. 5,000% versus 20%. So you can't say, well, the ozone is real thin here in America, and so we have this horrible exposure. No. The closer you get to the equator, the more intense the exposure by far. If UVB exposure and ozone depletion were the cause of skin cancer, then the populations living closest to the equator would be diagnosed with malignant melanoma at a phenomenal frequency, and yet the opposite is true. The opposite is true, in fact, the skin cancer rates get lower and lower and lower the closer to the equator we become. Interestingly enough, too, and I forgot to grab the quote and put it in my notes, so I'm going to paraphrase here. But they also determined that um, – actually, no, I think I do have it in my notes because this is important. I want you I want you to hear this. So I uh, apologize while I do really bad radio here. Uh, okay, here it is. An ecological study that drew upon recently published melanoma prevalence data and compared them with historical market data and published socioeconomic data. I know it's a lot of data. To test for an association between historical sunscreen sales. Okay. The recent melanoma incidences in 24 countries in Northern Europe. Okay, so that's what they did. Now, what did they find? We also uh, explored associations between current melanoma incidences and historical data on the following socio-demographic indicators. They looked at income, urbanization, the population aging, and melanoma incidences were higher in high-income countries where sales of sunscreen were also higher. Our results show that the population level income was significantly associated with melanoma instances and that increased sunscreen sales has not prevented higher income populations from being at higher risk of melanoma. It would clearly, in my mind anyway, compute that sunscreen is expensive. It's kind of a luxury item. I think most of the people listening to Vitality Radio right now don't consider it a luxury item. But listen, if you've bought it and put it on your five kids here in Utah, you realize it goes fast and it ain't cheap, right? So the lower the income, the less sunscreen is purchased, and therefore the less sunscreen is used. And yet, and yet, we have higher incidences of cancer in higher income and higher sunscreen use populations interesting isn't it okay i'm going to cut to a quick break when i come back i'm going to finish the rant on sunscreen i'm going to talk about why this is a big deal and why you need to be aware because this isn't about what kind of sunscreen you use although i will talk about that that's important but it's more about is the sun even dangerous at all that's what we're going to get back into when we come back you're listening to me jared st Clair, on vitality radio After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call, and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns, naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradio Alrighty, welcome back to Vitality Radio. I am your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 until 10 a.m. My name is Jared St. Clair, and Vitality Radio is brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. We just celebrated our 40th anniversary in August, and uh, so excited to be working on Year 41. How cool is that? Love, love our little mom-and-pop shop, and uh, we hope that we can help you with any of your health concerns. Give us a call, 801 801- Two nine two sixty six sixty two. 292 6662 That's 801-292-6662. Punch in Vitality Nutrition on Yelp or Google or however you find stuff and you'll find us. We also have a website, vitalitynutrition.com, and you can get us on Facebook, facebook.com slash vitality radio. Okay, so I talk about sunlight, sun exposure, cancer, all this kind of stuff, and I'm looking at a guy in, uh, and I'm sorry to call you out, Patrick, but across the glass, this guy is a fair-skinned son of a gun. Are you not? That's true. Five minutes of sun exposure, massive sunburn? All the time. <laughs> okay. So you're in there listening, and you're like, what is he talking about? How could I get away without sunscreen, right? So listen, here's the thing that's interesting. I'm not telling you don't protect yourself from the sun. What I want to get across very clearly in this is that you don't want a sunburn. They are bad for you. We know, we absolutely know that sunburns damage the skin, period, okay? The Science is there. We know that's the case. But sun exposure and sunburn are two different things, right? In fact, what's interesting is that 20 minutes – of daily sunlight has been proven time and time again to reduce the risk of skin cancer. Reduce the risk of skin cancer. Now, if you are a very fair-skinned person, you might not do 20 minutes in one shot. If you have darker skin, you can get away with a little more because you have natural protection, essentially. But it's very important to understand that after 20 minutes of exposure, you actually start to weaken the immune system a little bit. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying go out and get as many sunburns as you want. That's not what this is about. But let's talk about this thing because I want to get across to you that the sun is our friend. And this is interesting. You go to the equator, we talked about that, less skin cancer by far, far more sun exposure and way more UV ray exposure. Did you know that over time, our skin becomes actually acclimated to the sun And the more sun exposure we get, the more we can handle. And that's also been clinically proven. But I'm going to read a couple of things to you that are very interesting. Still, out of this excellent article from uh, Walking Times. Very cool website. You ought to check it out. Exposure to ultraviolet B radiation in sunlight provides the mechanism for more than 90% of the vitamin D production in most individuals. And that is what we are specifically blocking with uh, 83% of sunscreens. Okay, The widespread use of sunscreens, particularly those with high sun protection factors, in other words, SPF, may lead to a significant decrease in solar-induced vitamin D3 in the skin. There are over 800 references in the medical literature showing vitamin D's effectiveness both for the prevention and treatment of cancer. I want to say that again. 800 references showing vitamin D's effectiveness in both the prevention of and treatment of cancer, okay? Remember, we're using sunscreen to prevent cancer. That's what all the experts are saying. Well, almost all of them, all the ones you hear. But there are 800 references saying that if we don't get enough vitamin D produced from the sun that we have a higher risk of multiple different types of cancer. The results published in the American Journal of Epidemiology, this is a very prestigious medical journal, showed that women who had at least 21 hours a week exposure to the sun's UV rays, that's three hours a day, in their teens were 29% less likely to get cancer than those getting under an hour a day. What? three hours a week, you have a 30% less chance of getting cancer or three hours a day than under one hour a day. Does that make sense? Does the sun cause cancer? Wait a second. For women who spent the most time outside in their forties and fifties, the risk fell by 26%. And for those above 60, sunshine halved their chances of getting a tumor. Cut it in half. So, 29% if you're in your teens, 26% in your 40s and 50s, and 50% in your 60s. Reduction of cancer based on more, not less, sun exposure. Exposure to sunlight and ultraviolet light has been repeatedly shown to not be the cause of skin cancer. Scientists from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, okay, this is also a very prestigious place where cancer is their focus, reported that UVA exposure is unlikely to have contributed to the rise in the incidence of melanoma over the past 30 years. Okay, so I hope I'm making my point. I hope I'm making my point. Now, let's go into this just a little bit more, and let me talk about sunscreens. Here's the deal. There are 17 different FDA-recognized sunscreen ingredients. The two most popular are uh, oxybenzone and retinal palmitate, which is a type of vitamin A. And what we found is that oxybenzone is a powerful endocrine disruptor. Now, if you listen to Vitality Radio on a regular basis, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is one of those things that is a xenoestrogen that messes with your thyroid and your hormone production for testosterone, progesterone, and estrogen specifically, and leads to breast cancer, prostate cancer, and uh, ovarian cancer. So, oxybenzone, to prevent skin cancer, may actually be helping to cause these other forms of cancer. Think about that for a minute. How about retinal palmitate? This one's crazy. A study conducted by U.S. government scientists suggests that retinal palmitate, vitamin A, put onto the skin may actually speed the development of skin tumors and lesions when applied to the skin in the presence of sunlight. Okay, let's read this again. This is a FDA-recognized sunscreen ingredient. And they found in 2012 that when applied to the skin in the presence of sunlight, it may actually speed the development of skin tumors and lesions. Retinol palmitate was selected by the Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition for phototoxicity and photocarcinogenicity. Carcinogenicity. Sorry, it's a long word. Testing based on the increasingly widespread use of the compound and cosmetic retail products for use on sun-exposed skin. So they decided to check it out and say, well, maybe this isn't a good idea. And what did they find out? It isn't. It may actually accelerate skin cancer. So what do you do? What do you do? You've got, if you're like me, you got a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. Now, my 18-year-old, I talked about him earlier. He's got to figure out if he's going to use sunscreen or not, right? I just tell him what kind to use, and hopefully he doesn't get any sunburns anymore. But my little ones, they're my responsibility, right? I take them out in the sun. We went down to Thompson, Utah, which, by the way, if you've never been to Thompson, Utah, go to Thompson, Utah. It's a cool place. It's a little ghost town. It's like an hour what, uh, north of Moab. Kind of outside of Green River. Awesome place. Anyway, take my kids on a little vacation. We go down there, get lots of sun exposure, and what do we do? Well, after 20, 30 minutes, put a little bit of sunscreen on the hot spots, you know, the noses, the cheeks, the neck, that kind of stuff. Cover them up a little bit, right? Just uh, put a hat on. That kind of stuff can make a big, big difference. And guess what? Hats have been proven time and time again to be non toxic. So that is pretty cool. Use a non toxic Sunblock. There are two. There are two ingredients out of 17 that are not dangerous. At least we believe they're not dangerous as long as they're not in nanoparticles, meaning they're not so small that they can actually penetrate the skin. What we want are things that reflect the sun, like aluminum would, right? They reflect the sun as opposed to absorb the rays, and that's what these other chemicals do. They absorb the sun's rays. As they absorb into the skin, and guess what? After one application of these things, oxybenzone, retinal palmitate, you can still find them in the blood two days later. Two days later. So they're saying to apply it every single day? Uh, I don't think so. That's a bad idea. Zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. They are minerals that reflect the sun. Those are the types of sunscreens you should be, should be looking for. We, can, we sell them at Vitality Nutrition, but they're even popping up in regular stores. The only thing you got to be cautious of is make sure they're not putting a bunch of other garbage in there, phthalates and methylparabens and so on and so forth. But that's what you want to use. I know I've talked about sunscreen for a long time. I know it's September. Maybe I have to rerun this show next April. I don't know. But it's important to understand that this is the takeaway from me on this message. The sun is your friend, not your enemy. As with some friends, you don't want excessive exposure. (laughs) Okay? Although we've proven that excessive exposure, in fact, outside workers versus inside workers, outside workers have lower incidence of skin cancer than inside workers routinely. There is no good science to back up that sunscreen actually protects your health there just isn't even natural sunscreen but i will say this don't get sunburned it's bad for you clearly right i mean when the sun gets pink and starts to blister (laughs) and peel probably you've gone too far so be wise but don't put that toxic garbage on your skin and don't put it on those beautiful little supple baby and kid skin ugh I love that stuff. It's so soft and so amazing. Let's not poison it with all that garbage. If you need more help with that, call us at Vitality, 801-292-6662, and we will help you out. Thank you for listening to me, Jared St. Clair, on Vitality Radio.
0: You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source